0: Carry yourself in the Lord. Loose your dependency on man. Increase your dependency on God. Become addicted to him and his love. Become addicted to him and his praise. Become addicted to his glory. And I promise you, your life will never be the same. It will never be the same. If you have your Bibles, turn to 2 Chronicles chapter 20. I'm going to read three verses, chapter 10, 15, I mean, verses 10, 15, and 17. But I'm going to preach or teach, whichever one or both, starting at verse 20. So we'll use verse 10, 15, and 17 as our premise. If you have it, let it be known by saying amen. Amen. If you're looking for it, say, wait a minute, preacher. Amen. We'll wait. We'll wait. Second Chronicles, chapter 20, verse 10. And it reads, and now here are the people of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and did not destroy them. Verse 15. And he said, listen, all you of Judah. When I say the word Judah, I'm going to move, I'm a change the word Judah to praise. That's what Judah means. It means praise. So look what it says. And he said, listen, all of you of praise, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and you King Jehoshaphat. Thus said the Lord to you, do not be afraid or dismayed. Because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Drop down to verse 17. Listen to, listen to these words very carefully. It says, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. O oh, praise and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, as we come to you this hour, Father, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to come into your house to worship and praise your holy name. But, Father, we ask that while we are here that you would just position yourself in this place Holy Spirit fall fresh in this place wrap me up and tangle me up in your spirit let your word come because if your word don't come nothing will happen father I ask that you would just crush me and hide me behind the cross nobody needs to hear from the rail but somebody needs to hear from you so speak to your people oh God allow me to connect with heaven and to connect with your word so that your people will be empowered if there's a sinner in the house let them realize that they need a savior and Jesus has already done it all
1: if there's a back Slide in the house, let them realize that they can come back to the covering of the Almighty God. Father, we thank you in advance for everything that you're going to do. We know the flower will fade and the grass will wither, but your word will always stand. So right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we're going to stand on your word. So whatever you have for us in this hour, Father, let it be in this place and let it show itself mighty and let it show itself strong. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing and we praise you for what you're going to do. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen
0: if i could use as a subject or a topic put a praise on it if i could use as a subtopic praise is a weapon how many people ever thought about praise being a weapon the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds so the Bible tells us that the
1: thing that we're supposed to fight with the thing that we're supposed to use in battle is not something that I can pick up and put down it's something that's on the inside of me something that God has given me my weapon of warfare is not carnal carnal are things of this world and so when I decide that I'm not going to fight in my own strength, when I'm not going to fight with my fist, when I'm not going to fight with my mouth, when I'm not going to fight by rolling my eyes, when I'm not going to fight by causing mess, when I'm not going to fight by starting trouble, and I begin to fight with the weapons of warfare, I realize that one of the tools or one of the weapons that I can fight with is my praise. And when I begin to praise, I begin to give God the glory for all he's done. And, And sometimes we confuse praise with worship, but the Bible says "Let everything that has breath... Praise the Lord. That means that everything can praise God, but only a few will worship him. And so I have to ask today, is there a worshiper in the house or do we just have praisers in the house? And it's okay to be able to praise God because praise is a weapon. But once you begin to praise God, you move into a dimension of worship. And when you begin to move in a dimension of worship, you worship God just because of who he is, not because what he can do, not because of what he has done. You just worship him for being God and say, High and looking low. You worship him for being God for hanging the stars in the sky. You worship him for being God just for carving out the mountains. You worship God for just letting a breeze blow through. You just worship God.
0: And so, so, is there any is there's
1: any time that we as believers need a weapon? We need a weapon today and I'm not talking about a weapon because a weapon like a gun I, I mean I got over 40 of those but my gun won't do anything against the enemy and I'm talking about that that devil I'm talking about Lucifer that was cast from heaven I'm talking about Satan now the one that has an army of imps that won't, don't want to see me succeed that don't want to see me praise God that won't, don't want to see me worship God that don't want to see me glorify God the only way I can fight him is with my praise through the name of Jesus and so when I realize it's through that name that I can begin to praise. It's, it's through that name that I should praise because if it had not been for him I wouldn't have anything to praise about. If you can't think of anything to praise just take your mind back to the cross. If you can't think of anything to praise about think about him letting the soldiers be him. If you can't think about anything to praise about think about him being nailed in his hands. If you can't think of anything to praise about think about him being nailed in his feet. If you can't think about anything to praise about think about him being put in a borrowed tomb and you know anything that's borrowed you got to give back and Think about this. He said, I'm going to borrow it for a minute, but I'm going to give it back to you because I can't stay here. I got somewhere to go. And don't you know the same spirit that will cause you to praise is the same spirit that got Jesus up on that Sunday morning. If you don't begin to praise God, you might stay in the same mess that you was in last year, the year before that, the year before that, and the year before that. But I promise you when you begin to praise him and tell the enemy to step back and get out my way, you're opening up dimensional doors that's going to allow you to move forward. To places you never thought you could go and see things you never thought you would see. Put a praise on it. Put a praise on it. And so, so listen, I'm going to go right into it. Verse 20. We're going to walk through this for a minute and we'll we'll be done. So verse 20 reads, it said, look, so, so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, oh praise. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to catch that. You got to talk to your praise sometime. Hear me, oh praise. And you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord, your God, and you shall be established, believe his prophets, and all shall prosper. Look what he said. He began to talk to his praise, and then he said the inhabitants of Jerusalem. That means that anybody that joins in with your praise, you can bring them on. Anybody that want to celebrate with you, bring them on. But if somebody want to come against your praise, you better warn them and tell them you better watch out because God inhibits the praises of his people. And when God gets in the midst of something, there's no devil in hell that can stand against it there's no trouble no sickness or no circumstance that can stand against it so you said that they rose up early in the morning which means when I get up in the morning I should praise the Lord before my feet hit the floor I should praise the Lord when I'm wiping the coals out of my eyes I need to praise the Lord before I even jump in the shower I need to praise God that's why we break fast right. oh y'all go catch this go catch this because when you're sleeping you're taking a break but when you get up fastly I praise God so now that he woke me up out of my sleep praise you Lord I woke up again praise you Lord cause you didn't let the enemy take me out praise you Lord cause I can move my hands and feet praise you Lord cause my spouse is alright praise you Lord cause this is gonna be a great day praise you Lord cause this is the day that you have made I will rejoice and be glad in it put a praise on it early in the morning I'm going to mess you up right here because when you wake up, the day is halfway over. If you wake up at 6 o'clock, the day is halfway over. I'm talking 6 (laughs) a.m. Because when you think about the time in relation to where this was written, they're six hours ahead of us. And so now when I get up, the day is already started. So I need to fast and say, Praise the Lord. Yeah. 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 Y'all, y'all have to chew on that one for a minute. And so and so when I realize that all I got is my praise, then things start happening. Look what it says in verse 21. Verse 21 says, And when he had consulted with the people, he had appointed those. Who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army. And were saying, praise the Lord for his mercy and do it forever. Here's the backdrop. I read verse 10 for a purpose. Because it said that the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir. They let them ride when they could have tore them up. But now the same people that they let ride. Is now trying to come back. How many of y'all know somebody, I let you slide on that first one, and now you're trying to come back and put your mouth on me. Now you're trying to come back and test some stuff up. But you better be careful because you don't know my God. And so when I gave you a pass, it wasn't because I'm weak. It's because I'm trusting him. When I gave you a pass, it's not because I'm soft because I can put these up anytime. When I gave you a pass, you need to be thanking the God that allowed me to pass by and not take you out. So look what he says. These people are coming to fight us. And they are many. Now, now King Jehoshaphat had to fight some stuff because there was idols in the land. There was false worship in the land. But he got all that stuff out of the land. And now he's got Judah praise where it's supposed to be. How many of y'all sometimes have to fight to even praise God? How many of y'all have to put some things out your mind and out your heart just to give God the glory? But but you got to get some idle stuff out the way in order for true worship to come forward. So now he's saying these knuckleheads want to come back. But guess what? I've already consulted the Lord. And the Lord said I ain't got to fight this battle. So Jehoshaphat, instead of telling the people gather up your swords, gather up, gather up your shields, get all the men and women together. He didn't say nothing. He said i'm gonna change the script on the enemy as a matter of fact we ain't finna fight we finna praise this tells me that when i'm going in the battle or even before the battle get here i need to praise god you need to put a praise on that very thing that you that you're about to fight listen oh god this is good stuff because look let's not fight Let's get our praise on. Okay, now I'm talking to Mountain Grove. Let's not fight against each other. Let's get our praise on. Let's not talk about each other. Let's get our praise on. Let's not dig ditches for people. Let's get our praise on. And when we get our praise on, everybody is included. Because you got a choice whether you praise or not. Now look at here. Y'all thought my towel was just for the kids. I'm going to give you an illustration. Imagine that my towel is my praise. Now, look at this. I'm gonna use you. I'm gonna use your brother. This table is my enemy because it's an obstacle in my way to getting to my brother. Now, if I got praise on the inside of me, y'all gonna catch this. And all of a sudden, I take my praise and put it on my obstacle. Now, when I get on my obstacle, I look just like it. Look at the white and the white. So now, my enemy has become my footstool. But I blend it in with the enemy just to get to my brother. And so now, I praise my way through the obstacle so me and him can have a relationship. Because what's down on the inside of him, I might need some of. But because I stay behind the obstacle, I miss out on my blessing. Oh, you got to put a praise on it. And so now, this has the form of a table,
0: but you can't see it.
1: Because I covered it with my praise. You can't even see the top of it. You can see a piece of it, but look, I'm bigger than the piece that you see. Y'all you y'all are kissed that after a while. And so, and so when you begin to praise God, you go to another level and don't see your obstacles as you walk. Now, look, I just came back up here. So now this is a holy, holy place. So look, after I praised, I went to another level. Now the table, I just look over you. You ain't even in my way no more. I can still see my brother. And so now when you take your take your praise to another level, you don't see the problem as it used to be. As a matter of fact, the problem really ain't that no more. Whew. Mm. So 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 but look what he says in 21. He said, He appointed. Those who should sing. He didn't pick you because your mama could sing. He didn't pick you because your daddy could sing. He consulted and he found out who needs to sing. Because just because you can sing don't make you a worshiper. Oh God. Just because you, you can hold a tune, don't make you a praiser. A praiser praises from the inside. And worship is something that comes from the inside. And how can you praise and worship on Sunday if you ain't did it Monday through Saturday? There ain't no way you can do it. Because all you're doing is putting out a counterfeit that then you want to get people excited and you want people to praise God because you You got a a little bit of talent. That ain't going to get me nowhere. Because after a while, you're going to fall flat on your face. And if I've been watching you forever, I'm going to fall down when you fall. But if I got my eyes on God, I'm going to stay where I need to be. It said he appointed people who should sing to the Lord. Then he told them, we got to praise him. We got to praise him in the beauty of his holiness. So they started singing, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. So they remember where they been. He was merciful to me before I went into Egypt. He was merciful to me while I was in Egypt. He was merciful to me when I came out of Egypt. He's going to be merciful to me right now. And so I'm going to praise you, God, anyhow. Now, now now see the picture, the enemy's still coming. huh. I don't want you to think it's all good. The enemy's still coming, and so, so he says we're about to fight. But let's put our praise on.
0: So, so look, this stuff is good. So they're they're putting themselves together in verse twenty three. Verse 20, 22, I'm sorry. He said, now when they began
1: to sing and praise, listen, They did, They, did, they did, the people didn't get mad. Why you got them singing? Why you ain't letting me sing? When the people didn't say, well, we need to form a committee to, to make sure they the right ones. It said that when the people began to sing and praise, you got to catch this. It said when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Anam, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Praise and they were defeated. Look, it said that 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 while you were singing and praising God, while you are giving him the glory, while you are telling him how great he is, while you are worshiping in the beauty of his holiness, the Bible said that the Lord will set an ambush for your enemy. Look at here. The, the, this is telling me that the Lord is not gonna let nobody mess with me while I'm praising. The Lord is not gonna let the devil come near me while I'm praising. The Bible says that he impacts the praises of his people. Why in the world let you do God will let you do something if he's gonna let somebody come and mess it up? The Bible says that while they were praising, all three of these people had ambushes set on them. Now, if you look at it, some theologians say that angels set out and destroyed them. I don't care how my enemy get destroyed; I just want him gone. And so, and so it says. All they had to do was praise. I can stop right there. Because if you got a problem, all you got to do is praise. If you got an issue, all you got to do is praise. That, it just cut and, cut and dry right there. Because if you're going to praise him, if you think enough of God to praise him, he says, I have no choice but to take care of your problem. <laughs> he said, I'll fight your battle. So, the, in, in golly. Look, look what he says in Malachi. Try me at my word and see what I will do. But we won't try God at his word. We take haymakers from the enemy every day. Now we walking around punch drunk. But if you know you're about to go into the battle, praise God and say, now God, you say if I praise you, the battle is not mine. It's yours. He's going to have to do something because he can't tell a lie. <laughs> Woo. ha! So, look, the Lord set up traps for the people that was trying to hurt his people because he's not going to let praise be getting in the rough. That means, you know what that meant? That means it was true praise. It wasn't faking the funk. It wasn't faking it till you make it. It was true praise. And he was, he said, Oh, I hear praise. Let me come down and see what's going on. Oh, I hear praise. Let me get in the midst of it. Because even Psalm said that the Lord bathes in your praise. Y'all gotta read it. It said, Now now we take baths and we know what that means. When we take a bath or we take a shower, that means we gotta get wet all over. That means when we start to praise God, he ducks in and come up in the midst of our praise. Good God Almighty. That's good stuff right there. And so look now, now he, the people are the people are just praising they ain't thought about the enemies, but good God. oh oh, I got to go. I'm going I'm going Y'all, I ain't trying to lose no mind. So look he says uh I'm in verse 23. He says, For the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. Look, when your praise is for real, when your praise is sincere, your enemy will turn on itself. That's what this says right here. This is not say nothing about them having a fight, nobody. It said that their praise was so strong that the enemy got. Praise will confuse the enemy. And so it said that the enemy got so confused that this praise that was going on, they started killing them how many of y'all want your enemy to take yourself out oh that's powerful right there when I ain't got to fight because look if I was going to have to fight he would have told me I got to fight but he said just praise me Bible even says that, that when your mind is confused, the Lord has send strong delusions, which meant which means you'll get confused on what's right and what's wrong. That's called a reprobate mind. And so when when, when look what happened to these people, they was in their right mind on their way to fight. But when praise took place, their mind got confused. And they thought the very person that was my friend, oh, I'm to talk to somebody. The very person that was with me, the very, very person that would pat me on the back, now trying to kill me. How many of y'all know somebody like that? That very person that you thought was walking with you and congratulating you it's the very same person that's after you and trying to kill you but go ahead and praise god and god will expose the enemy <sighs> and so god dude, god look what he did look what he did he said he set up traps for the enemy we always talk about the enemy setting traps for us, but God is able to do the very same thing. He set them up so they would fall and kill themselves. And you ain't doing nothing but sitting over there praising. I ain't took one swing at nobody. Now, here, here's the beautiful part about this scripture. Look what it says, verse 24. So when praise came to a place, <laughs> did, did y'all hear what that say? When praise came to a place, when you get to a point in your praise... Me, when you get to a point of your place, overlooking the wilderness, I told you it's going to take you to another level. It said, overlooking the wilderness toward the multitude, and there were dead bodies falling on the earth, and no one had escaped. See, 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 sometimes God don't have to do anything. So when God fights your battle, he's not just going to kill one, he's going to kill all of them. And, and guess what? It said that no one escaped. So that means, even if they was just associated with somebody that's associated with somebody that's associated with bothering you, God is going to take come out and then he then he gonna let you see the carnage and see sometimes when you get to see the carnage of what just what just died oh, oh I'm gonna back up to a whole nother place when you get to see that very thing that fell off that was trying to hold on to you when you get to see disappointment laying in the street when you get to see heartache laying over there in the corner when you get to see your headache down on the street that's when you can praise God when you see it all falling off and now I can praise him No one escaped. 25 says, when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, oh, God, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry which they stripped off of themselves, more than they could carry away. And they, I'm going to stop right there. Look, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. And so when I begin to praise God, the stuff that you thought was yours actually belonged to me. Don't get mad because your enemy got some stuff. Praise God and go back and get it. <laughs> Walk that. Now look, they went to the enemy's camp and took back what they had stole. And as a matter of fact, they said that they got more than what they had. <laughs> y'all, y'all ever watched TV and seen one of these murder shows? Somebody got killed? Oh, I bring it to you even, even, even in a sense of humor. Look, when Craig knocked out Debo. Walked away, but here come Ezel going through his pockets, gave him another blow. I heard you went through his pockets and said, I don't kill, I steal. That's what we can do to our enemy. That's what Jehoshaphat and him did when God killed them. They just walking them on the corner. Can you see them? All these bodies. Yeah. Oh, 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 I like that right there. Give me that right there. Step over here. Oh, you got, what's in your pocket, boy? Flip over. See, when you can take back what the enemy has stolen, because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And and some of us have had our joy stolen. Some of us have been stripped of our happiness. Some of us have been stripped of our peace. Some of us have been robbed of our destiny. But you can go back into the enemy's camp with your praise and take it all back. Mm. But look what it said. Look how long it took him to get all this stuff, y'all. It took him three days. That's a lot of bodies. That's a lot of stuff. Whew. And I, I've been telling y'all for years, there's a significance to that number three. And so look, if you go through the Bible, if you go through the Bible, the the number three means the number of completeness but not to the degree of number seven okay and so so it's a number of completeness so look there were three righteous patriarchs y'all know who that was that was Abel Enoch and Noah okay then how many days was Jonah in the belly of the fish he was in there three days how many times did Jesus pray in the garden of Gethsemane three times it's, the Bible says that Jesus was placed on the cross at the third hour. Y'all, y'all got, it, y'all got it. it's significance in numbers in the word. And so look, the Bible says that he died at the ninth hour. That was 3 o'clock. It's all purpose, y'all. And so then look what it says. The sun refused to shine from the sixth to the ninth hour. Three hours. Then look what it says. How many days did he stay in the grave? Three days. So look, this tells me if I just hold on, shoot, if I could just hold on for a little while, he's going to come and see about me. I ain't got to move. I ain't got to fight. All I got to do is just hold on. He coming to see about me. And look. Sometimes I think God just want to make sure that my enemy is confused and think he got the victory. And then when he shows up and I get up and... Hmm. So look, so, so, so it took him three days to get all this stuff. It took him three days to get all this stuff off the people. But look now, it said on twenty six verse 26, and on the fourth day... I'm coming to you. I'm going to tell you what that means, too. It said, on the fourth day, they assembled in the Valley of Barak. For there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name that, of that place was called the Valley of Barak until this day. Look, the, the number four signifies creation and its completeness. Oh oh So now it also symbolized new generation. So now I'm not in the place where I was. Because I praised him to a place I needed to be. So now that I'm where I am, I'm better now. I'm not bitter like I said last week. I'm just better now. And so now that i praised him and gotten to a new place, I am a new generation. Because you can't fight devil if you thought that that was going to get me. If you thought that that was going to take me out, you must be crazy. See, we got to get bold with the enemy. Quit letting the enemy talk to you any kind of way. You must be crazy if you thought that was going to take me out. My God has already defeated me, defeated him, defeated you. You crazy thing. I'm being polite in my words. And so... So but but you now here's the thing here's the key and we're going to get out of here you got to be careful that after the victory that you don't forget to bless the Lord the bible says that after the victory on the fourth day they went and they blessed the Lord for what he had done for them because the real the real truth of the matter is you're most vulnerable after a victory because most of the time when you think your enemy is gone, there's another one hiding right behind the corner. And so we tend to let our guards down. But if I praise God and I bless God, that means he's still in front. And so if the one that's sneaking around the corner didn't get killed with the rest of them, guess what, when he stick his ugly head out, he's going to get it knocked out too. That's why praise is a weapon. So I continue to praise God no matter what I'm going through. So, verse 27, verse 27 talks about, now they returned every man of praise, hear it, and the others, Jerusalem, with Jehoshaphat in front of them, the king leading the way. Oh, God. (laughs) I just caught that. (laughs) Because the kings of Israel were only symbolic of the king of kings. And so now the king led them back to that place. Oh, goodness. So... They went back to Jerusalem with the joy for the Lord which made them rejoice over their enemies. So they went back with God in front and said, God, we still going to praise you because you're out in front of us. We didn't get in front of you. We let you do what you're supposed to do. And now the joy of the Lord is our strength and now I can come back into the city and guess what? When you come back into the city from a place where you were supposed to have been defeated, guess what? The people wonder how in the world did they do that? How in the world would they come back? We heard reports that you was dead. Oh, y'all done heard that before. We heard the report you wasn't going to never amount to nothing. We heard the report, report! you were not going to never be nothing. We heard the report that you ain't gonna, you're going to be just like your daddy. Well, you had it right at one time because I was just going to be like my daddy. But now I got a new daddy and if you don't see him walking in front of me, you got a problem and need to get your vision checked because now that he's out in front of me, I'm just walking in front of daddy. And guess what? I'm trying to walk just like daddy. And when daddy take a step, I'm going to take a step. If he go to the right, I'm going to the right. He go to the left, I'm going y'all see I put the slide in there because when you're walking with God you got a rhythm like no other when you're walking with God you're walking to a whole nother beat when you're walking with God you're not walking like the rest of the world when you are walking with God you're just walking and doing and now you're stepping over excuse
0: me Mm. I'm gone I'm gone I'm getting out of here I was going I was going to close this another way but this is enough y'all this is enough so
1: the Bible says that In verse 29, that they praise scared them. Look, fear of the Lord is all over the kingdoms. So how many of y'all want to praise God so much that your enemy gets scared before they even show up? How many of y'all want to praise God so hard that people get scared to even come in your presence? How many of y'all want to praise God so hard that sickness be like, I got to get up out of this body right here? How many want to praise God so hard that confusion can't stay in your mind? How many want to give God so much praise and so much glory that depression just walk up to you and be like, oops, I got to find another place to go? How many want to praise God so bad that debt just got to back up? How many want to praise God so much that you're on your job, people just looking at you wondering, how in the world are they making up production? How in the world are they keeping up with this line is running so fast but if if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I wouldn't be able to say anything good. I wouldn't be able to say anything right because when I get into a place where I know that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, because every now and then you got to get to a place where you know that the only thing that's going to get me out is praise. And when hell is creeping in all around you, when hell is trying to get up on your back, when hell is standing right there in your face. Every now and then, you got to have a spiritual breakdown and call Jesus. Call on his name and I promise you, when you call on Jesus, when you call on Jesus, listen, when you call on Jesus, something has got to happen. Something has got to change. When you call on the name of the Lord, when you call on His holy name, when you call on Jesus, the enemy got to back up. When I call on Jesus, my atmosphere has got to change. When I call on Jesus, my pathway is made straight. When I call on Jesus, everybody got to bow down. My enemies have got to move. My situation has got to change. When I call on Jesus, people can't treat me they want to. When I call on Jesus, I'm going to a place that I've never been before. How many of y'all want to go to a new dimension? You've been operating in the same dimension for 30 plus years. Well, let me tell you, there's another place to go and the only way to get there is to praise the name of Jesus. And some of y'all don't even know what you're doing when you praise, but some of y'all can shabak God, which means I'm going to give him a shout. Just call a total praise when I lift up my hands. But it don't matter how you praise him. Just go ahead and give him praise. Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Put a praise on him. As we stand to our feet, put a praise on it. Look what Judah, look what Judah did. Judah put a praise on amen and Seir and Moab, put a praise on them and killed them. Quit putting your mouth on them and put a praise on them. Quit making clicks. And put a praise on it. Quit creating enemies. Put a praise on it. Uh Uh-oh. You might be the one that need to have a praise put on. But you know what we do? It ain't me, it's them. It ain't me, it's them. But I dare you to give God a praise. I dare you to praise him. With everything you got, I dare you. I double-dog dare you to give God a glory. I dare you to praise him like never before. I dare you to give God a shout. The Bible says that hallelujah is the highest praise. I dare you to shout hallelujah to your situation. I dare you to shout hallelujah to that sickness. I dare you to shout hallelujah to your problem. I dare you to shout hallelujah. I dare you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. I learned something this past week Hallelujah. that messed me up because we said, we say, Lord, if I can't do anything, i just wave my hand. Yeah. But I learned today, the other week, that praise ain't praise until it's heard. So if you got a voice yeah. and you just sit there and want to say, it ain't praise till it's heard. That's why I'm not ashamed to praise Him. Oh, He said, "You be ashamed before me, before men. I'll be ashamed before you in front of my Father." I'm telling you, Mountain Grove, something's happening. Something's happening. If you want to be a part of it, you got to get on board. Don't look. you know what? All the only way you can get on board of this train, yeah. y'all remember when we used to spin the merry-go-round so fast and you, you the, the, the trick was to try to get on? Yeah. We would pick a spot jump and jump on. Yeah. See, that's what you got to do with this glory train. You got to pick a spot. Yeah. And the only way you can pick a spot is through your praise. Yeah. And so, so some of us have been running around in circles. We can't find our spot. But look what the Bible says in 21. It says, stop, stand still, and watch the salvation of the Lord. And so now when you watch him, you get to jump on. But let me tell you now, this train that we're riding, sometimes it takes some crooks and some bends. Every now and then, it has to go up some hills. Every now and then, it rides straight. And sometimes we might have to switch tracks. But if I'm still on the glory train, it don't matter which direction it's going. I know when it comes to its final stop, where exactly it's going to put me off. And when I get off of this glory train, I'm going to be right there, right there in glory. And then I get to sit at the feet of the one who made me. I get to sit at the feet of the one who designed me. I get to sit at the feet of the of the one who helped me through my trouble, I get to sit at the feet of the one who patted me on the back. I get to sit at the feet that says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Come on up. Come on up. You've been faithful over a few things. Now I'll make you ruler over many. I don't know who want to go with me. I'm trying to quit, but I want people on the train. If you've ever rode a train, a train got some compartments in it. Some people can just sit down and ride. Now I'm just talking to the pew people. But sometimes on the train, they got some people who will bring you a drink, who will serve you some food. Now I want to talk to the servants. And sometimes there's some people who will tell you where to sit. Now I'm talking to the ushers. And sometimes there's somebody in the compartment that'll say all aboard. Woo, woo, Come on. Get on this train. Now I'm talking about the Lord. He said, get on this train. Get on this train. We're going somewhere. And don't worry about the stops because I've been there before. Just come on and ride. Come on and ride. Come on and ride. Ain't God all right? I feel good now. But I'm going to stop. Right there, because I want you to put a praise on it. Whatever your situation is, go ahead and put a praise on it. Whatever your trouble is, go ahead and put a praise on it. Whatever you're going through, go ahead and put a praise on it. It'll be all right. It'll be all right after a while. Don't worry about right now. To say, after a while, it'll be all right. My third day is coming. My third day is coming. My third day is on the way. And when I get to my third day, you better watch our devil. You better watch our enemy. You better watch our trouble. Because on my third day, I'm going to get up from this place. And I'm going to step on your head. I got to go now, but be encouraged to always praise God, to always give God the glory, to always worship him, and to always praise him. Now to him who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before our creator, may he rest, rule, and abide with you and me, his and forevermore. And all God's people said amen. 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 God bless you. We love you. Have a nice week in the name of Jesus.